0: Hello and welcome to episode nine of What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Ann Hughes. In this episode, I'm joined by Kate Bowden. And my relationship, I suppose, with Kate is is quite an odd one because we worked for the same organisation during twenty twenty during pandemic from the end of April until the until December twenty twenty. But as you'll hear as soon as she starts speaking, she's away down south and therefore we worked together for eight months but never met other than on a tiny screen. And as soon as I had come up with the idea for this podcast, which was round about October time, I think I had mentioned it and Kate straight away says I would love to be involved in that Anna, and come and tell you what I know for sure. So our conversation I think he and at her age And she's just sort of a start And out a her adult life I suppose She just bought her first house and stuff And um, she's reflecting on something That she's really appreciating now It's a real talk I think about About authenticity And about about self-kindness Is probably how I would relate to it. Um, So let's have a wee listen to what Kate has got to tell us all the way from Kent about what it is that she knows for sure. Welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure, a podcast by me, Anne Hughes, and I'm delighted to be joined by Kate today. Kate, tell us about you.
1: Hi. uh, Yeah, so I'm Kate. I am... God, I'm 28 I live in Kent in um Canterbury specifically um I've just moved here from London with my partner we've just bought a house our first house um mm-hmm. and building a life down here I guess and I'm a I'm a career fundraiser which I think I can start saying now that I've been a fundraiser for nearly 10 years so I
0: think that's when you can start saying you have a career (laughs) definitely definitely so Kate I'm excited because we spoke about this for a couple of months now about you coming on the podcast so tell me what do you know for sure?
1: Yeah we have we've been thinking about it for a while and I have actually stuck with the thing that I know for sure which is what I first thought about months ago which makes me think yes I definitely do know it for sure Uh Um, and what I know for sure is that you never regret being honest and open about what you need and what you feel and Mm -hmm. it's taken me 28 years to really uh, live that truth Mm -hmm. but that's what I know for sure
0: yeah and how has that so tell us an example of how that's shown up then in your life I think
1: that the way that I I guess (laughs) and I don't know whether this is a character flaw it could be but Mm -hmm. uh, what it is I kind of measure my life through relationships. And I think that's maybe not um, not unusual for someone whose career is building relationships. Mm. Um, but it's not always romantic. Sometimes they're friends relationships, they're family relationships, but that is kind of how I measure the passing of time. Mm. And I think when I was looking back about how I would answer this question, the biggest truth that I've ever realised was through an unrequited romantic relationship um that actually taught me more about myself than maybe any other um, any other relationship that I've ever been in and it was an unrequited love and i spent 2 years hiding how i felt and hiding why i needed mm-hmm. and um since that ended in a big ball of flames um mm-hmm. i have kind of practiced it almost uh, consciously Mm-hmm. and every relationship that i have both romantic and otherwise to actually be truthful and to be honest about what i what i want and what i need um and i think that that might come as completely uh common sense to some people but mm-hmm. i actually as a millennial woman probably think that there are a lot of people that that don't Don't do that. And I found that really
0: damaging for me and it's much better now that I don't do that. And it's it's, it's a real kindness, actually, don't you think, Kate? Because if you don't say what you want, then you end up unfulfilled. The relationship is a bit fake. Whether that be a friendship or, you know, a work relationship or a romantic relationship, it would end up fake if you weren't being yourself, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think the biggest thing that I literally remember the moment that I realized it but no one gives you a medal for for denying your own needs no Mm. one rewards you for it there's no uh, there is no good outcome Mm. for you I mean obviously there are situations where you should compromise and think of others and be empathetic I'm not saying that's that's what you shouldn't do but I think I spent years especially in this specific relationship thinking that one day I'm going to get my just rewards for all of this pain I put myself through. And you realise one day that you don't and you only ever get happiness and, and fulfilment if you're honest about what you want and you find people around you that want similar things to you or want to give you Mm. what you need and are able to receive what you're giving.
0: Yeah, and it's probably, I don't know, it's quite cliched probably to use this as an example, but the whole thing about those heady days when we used to be on aeroplanes, obviously we're recording this (laughs) during COVID. um, And... They say that you put on your own gas mask before you put on your child's, and it's about that only if. And you know, I know you're not a mum yet, um, or I don't know if you ever will be. If I don't know, I don't know what your plans are there, and I don't need to Kate. But um, I think only can I be truly a good mother. And this is this is a, a definitely a podcast for another day because it is a struggle, mother and teenagers. So I have to be honest, but. um Only if I don't meet my needs, then how can I encourage my daughters to meet their needs? And how can I show them how they should turn up in the world? And it's striking that balance, isn't it, between it coming across as selfish and coming across as the world would be a better place if everybody was really clear about what they wanted. Yeah, I
1: think that's it. I think clarity, and I think the way the current relationship that I'm in, that I hope will last forever, is... Mm -hmm that is one of the defining characteristics of it is that we we mainly me but (laughs) I am incredibly clear about how I feel both in the good times I'm very open and I'm very um forthright with my how I feel when I'm happy and when I'm feeling love and when I'm feeling kind of positive but also I'm very clear about when I'm feeling not like that and how that um and how it's manifesting itself in my behaviour and how it's manifesting itself in the kind of way that we relate to each other. Mm. And I think when you get to a point of clarity, you're able to take away kind of, you're able to take away, I'm sure what I'm trying to say, I'm trying to say that, like, you, you don't try and assume what are the other person's thinking yeah. or feeling. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get a lot of, of conflict, I think.
0: Okay. I And, you know, it's like a, a thing I love sort of a doing is that if I pull myself out in my life and I was to look at it as a map, it all makes sense. So if you were to pull yourself up to the top and see your 28 years and feel the pain of those two years of unrequited love, is it because of that that you feel this relationship can be more successful because you're much oh, greater?
1: Definitely. And I think it is a massive cliche to say that you've learned like mm-hmm. you learn things as you go mm-hmm. but I don't know whether it's <laughs> for some reason for me the fact that I have learned as I've gone and the fact that I have realized um realized this truth for myself I feel um I feel like special is not the right word but I feel proud of myself for doing it as mm. if it, it doesn't actually happen naturally and you have to work at it yeah and I think, that, um, I think that I see I see some of my friends and some of the people I know kind of struggling with it a lot still. And I feel grateful that I've worked through the process and I've continu- sort of started on the process. I'm not really making much sense. Right? No,
0: I think you are. I think you are. And I think, you know, what I often reflect on is like the lessons of life, the, the storms of life. If you don't learn from them, then they're sort of a- wasted on you. You know that way? And I, I suppose, therefore, all the heartbreak of those two years would have been wasted on you had you not come out the other side of it with a better sense of self. Do you feel you have a better sense of self now?
1: Yeah, definitely. I definitely do. And I think maybe what I was trying to say a minute ago was that it's almost like everyone tells you that things happen in life and you learn from them, but you, I'm still surprised every time I do. i like, oh, right, actually, that was right. <laughs> and it has worked. And that has, has happened. And I think maybe it's a innate cynicism of, of advice and thinking that I know everything and that my way is the right way. Aye. But all of a sudden, realising that actually, yes, you do learn from these things. And everyone, everything that everyone tells you is true.
0: And you know, see that process of learning. And um, obviously, I do have quite a few years on you. But In my 45 years, even this week, I'm doing a lot of sort of a listening to podcasts and and teachers and things that I like listening to. And the realisations come again. I think, how could I not have seen that about myself? How could I have not not have seen that before? I've listened to this series of podcasts before. Why am I seeing something different now? And it's that sort of, I suppose, commitment. I sound like a, a university advert. That commitment to lifelong learning. as <laughs> you know that way? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? But not in the sense of gaining more intellectual knowledge, but in the sense of discovering more about ourselves and being open to recognising that sometimes I'll get it wrong and then I'll realise I got it wrong. So I'll try and get it right. Not giving yourself a hard time about that too, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think that it's easier to do that in some areas of life than others. I'm still struggling with that. With um, kind of my professional life, I struggle getting things wrong and and being, sitting in that space. But mm-hmm. I think sitting in the space of feeling unfulfilled and, and realising what I need and communicating that is something that I've I've really worked on and something that I feel really strong and, and kind of confident in now, which is mm. is, you know, very much different than where I was ten years ago, which is is definitely feels like progress
0: (laughs) and you know and I just think see when I encounter people and they're easy and they tell you what their face says and what their voice is saying are the same things and they're really clear about what their needs are and then I can ascertain right do I resonate with this person can I help them meet their needs can my needs also be met in this transaction whatever it may be then they are my favourite people. It's the people that don't tell you and that you know. You know, I can think of a few folk that I know where what they're saying is clearly not what they're thinking. Mm -hmm. And I actually would just rather not spend time with you (laughs) because it's exhausting. It's like, if you don't know what you want, how can you expect me to ever, ever... You know, I'm thinking probably more in a work sense. How can you expect me ever to meet your expectations if you can't even tell me what they are? Do you know that way? I
1: agree. And I think as well, it's almost... It, it almost makes total sense when you think about it objectively but you should be able to tell you should be able to project the kind of person that you are authentically mm-hmm. so and see other people authentically so that you can actually make a decision about who whether or not you're going to form and have a relationship yeah and it makes total sense when you think about it like that but it's so much more complicated in in reality mm. Um. But when you kind of strip things away, and sometimes you can go maybe too far and become a bit sort of cold and and mm. and, and a bit too precise about it. But I much would ra- I would much rather live a life where I was authentic and only had relationships with people who authentically I liked and liked me,
0: or yeah.
1: I connected with and they connected with me.
0: Yeah,
1: rather than thinking there are loads of things wrapped up in with the specific example there's unrequited love there are loads of examples like reasons why I thought he was amazing but I'm not sure in hindsight whether whether that was his authentic self or whether it was just everything that was kind of going along around him that made
0: me think this is the guy mm it clearly wasn't <laughs> clearly not and you know it just leads me back to and I speak about authenticity so much and all the stuff that I do and I do believe that authenticity is a superpower and mm. I think you and I are committed to authenticity so that would probably be what we would take from this podcast then go. yeah down, I think so go out there and be yourself people
1: yeah be yourself uh-huh. it is a- brand
0: new minted piece of advice it certainly is, thank you so much for joining me Kate no thank you Anne, thanks for having me oh thank you thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast by me Anne Hughes Ignite if you would like to connect with me please do that by searching Anne Hughes Ignite across social media you'll get me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter LinkedIn You can catch my radio shows, which I sometimes refer to in the show, um, by searching Anne Ignite on Mixcloud. And you can also catch me on my website, anhewesignite.co.uk. If you would like to feature on the podcast, please do get in touch. Again, just use the contact page on my website. Or if you know anybody that should listen to these podcasts, or indeed should be a part of these podcasts, please point them my way. A podcast will be uploaded every weekend for you to listen to on a Sunday morning. I feel that's the vibe they have got. So I look forward to sharing these conversations with you every weekend and um, to connecting with you on social media if that's where you hang out. Bye.